Oh, mm, I might bring it up a little out. Uh, did you hear about the Nathan Fillion thing? No. No? What Nathan Fillion thing? There's posters of him uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, but it's like an Easter egg type of thing. Oh. He's playing oh, oh, oh. Captain Marvel, I believe, or no, oh, Marvel Man or something like that. I forget the character's name. But mm-hmm. in the comics, that character is an ex-actor who was a super or a superhero who turned into an actor. And so he's like supposed to be kind of like cheesy type of character in the comics. And so they don't, no one thinks he's actually in the movie, but they have like posters of him and like he's playing Tony Stark and like a bio flick about Tony Stark and he's playing like these other characters and. And it's Nathan Fillion. It's Nathan Fillion as. That's all kinds of wonderful actually. So uh, there was pretty much people watching the filming of like a scene. Did you ever watch Con Man? Yeah, I, I kickstarted and everything like that and I watched like. I think I might have a couple episodes left, but I watched majority of it. What did you think of it? Eh, it was good and some of it was bad. You know what I mean? It was kind of... A mixed bag? Yeah, I, I feel like the issue was that since they originally had the idea of having it be a, a short series, mm-hmm. and then they got so much funding that they stretched out to a long series, mm-hmm. I think I might have suffered from like, crap, we have to... Fleshes out, we make need it longer, more content. Make it longer. Yeah, exactly. So, gotcha. a lot of the episodes felt like they weren't really connected. It was just kind of like sketches, almost. That's unfortunate at times. Yeah, but I mean, it was fun to watch all those guys back together and like cameos. Half the cast of uh, Firefly made cameos in it, and they had a whole bunch of other stars. Every episode was like, "Who's going to be in this one? <laughs> Who do we have this time?" And it was oh, great no. because it's the people you normally see at Comic Cons. So it wasn't right, like you right, know, right. Like, it was just people that you would expect to be at a Comic Con. We've uh, we've taken two weeks off unintentionally. Yes. First one was because. My computer hates me. Yes. And you're going to save periodically now, right? Yes. Yes. (laughs) The second one was because I was sick. Yeah, yeah. You couldn't really talk that well. You know what, though? You got sick, I think, at a good time because you got sick right before going to PAX, right? Yes. It was basically the week before where I was getting a cough and I was unable to really sleep all that well. It it sucked. It was not fun, Mm -hmm. but it could have been at a worse time yeah you could have I, been at pax well i mean i still was kind of sick oh. at pax mm-hmm. I, I literally bought a box of tissues okay. not like one of the little travel packets but an actual box of <laughs> tissues and just carried it around with me in my backpack because i was like i i'm not gonna be going and just finding you know tissues all the time how were you on the plane i was i was okay okay so you didn't like have like how long is the flight? It's only like... So, the flights that I took, I actually connected, which was really dumb, because you can't go directly to anywhere from Pittsburgh. Uh, I flew to New York uh-huh. on the way out. I flew into JFK on the way back. I flew into LaGuardia. Um, and then I connected to Boston. So, it was an hour and 20 minutes to New York, and then 45 minutes to Boston. That's a weird flight. Yeah. 45 minutes on a plane doesn't feel... The 45-minute was the nicer plane. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's actually the flight that I would spend, like, every six months or so, I guess I would fly from New York to Akron from mm-hmm. Vassar. So, you know, it's not that bad. Yeah. The, the one time I got bumped up to business class was kind of bitter, though, because it was like, oh, sweet, business. Oh, 40 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a short flight. And it's like, but check out all the room I have. And it's over. And, and it's okay. gone. And yeah. we're done. All right. That was fun. 
Yeah. yeah, I got the email saying, you could upgrade to first class if you want to. I was like, no. 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 Spend $60. No. no I, it's f- it was uh, 180 No, it was $80. $80 for 45 minutes. No. No, I'm good. That's, that's why I didn't do it. That's yeah. smart. Good plan. I thought so. <laughs> but it's, it's good to see you guys in our ever-improving studio. Yeah. It's true. It, they, they can't see it, but hopefully they can hear the difference. Probably not. You know what? You don't know. They true. might um, be able I, to. So Josh and William were just on basically little tripod stands for their yeah. mics. Yeah, our mics are on tripods on the uh, folding table. Exactly. And so what we've done is we've actually gotten them mics, like boom arms, yes. to try and make things better. It's nice because now the mic is a lot closer to the mouth. It's And you don't have to like slouch down to get close to the mic. As William proceeds to try and eat his. I mean. It's not Popsicle. Stop it. We haven't had dinner yet. Could be a Klondike bar. I haven't had dinner either. Oh, so in the loot crate for this month, Uh I got a ice cube mold in the shape of a D20. That is fantastic. So I can now make D20 whiskey stones. That is so fantastic. Yes. I figured Um, that you would enjoy that. Yes. We could have cold beverages during the podcast mm, during clinky. the summer mm, clink <laughs> it would only be one clink it's only one giant ice cube well there's more than one of us so clink, uh, clinkies clink, okay i got it and i would go crazy it's a small price to pay for us not dying of heat exhaustion in this mm-hmm. sweat I could box just, i could just get like a tub uh, or to get one of our pots and just fill it with ice water and just put my feet in it and so that would like, be loud that would uh, well that no no i wouldn't move i would just sit here <laughs> and be happy that might be excessive yes well, William's contemplating these things. You get an ice pack for like the top of your head. <laughs> Being bald, it's one nice thing. Is yeah, the right? top of my head doesn't get all that hot. Mm. It's the rest of us that does. Mm. How are you, William? A little tired. Not that stressed. I'm almost done. Yay! Yeah. How was uh you know your your time alone without having Rob in the house? It's stressful. That's sure. what I was doing while work then. <laughs> yeah, I basically spent the entire weekend working. Like gotcha. it, it, it didn't make a difference if he was here or not. It just was. I wasn't here to remind him to do things. It was like you should probably eat now. Oh ah. yeah, food. Forgot about that. What is this food you speak of? What day is it? What year? Oh no, is I'm, it? I'm always when when deadlines are coming up. I'm always very aware of ah, what day. Living it by is. the clock. Yeah. Hold on, I've got until Thursday on this one. I've got until next Tuesday on that one. So I'm not going to start that until Sunday. Pretty much, except it's all due on Monday. <laughs> well, it was all due. Monday, Monday, Monday. Yeah, something like that. Which is unfortunate. Less excitement, though. I mean, it's still kind of exciting. Not a happy excitement. No. More... Well, so Mondays are never happy. <laughs> Mondays are never happy. Except the Happy. first day of break, and then it's like Monday. Yeah. Conk. <laughs> so yes, I was out at PAX. I left on Thursday mm-hmm. and came back this past Monday, um, and it was the first PAX that I've ever been to. So it, okay. it was definitely an experience. So you've been to obviously a lot. Uh, I've gone to the GDQs. Games, yeah, the games done quick, and then you've also been to New York Comic Con. I've been to twice to New York Comic Con. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a very different vibe, even from New York Comic Con. Okay, so that was, that was my so this is PAX 
East. Yes. So it's not PAX Prime, which they're not calling PAX Prime anymore. No, they're calling that PAX West now. Because they don't want people to feel like that PAX is the better PAX. Correct. Correct. All PAXs are created equal. Except for PAX Australia. They're just weird. It's the PAX Down Under. PAX Under. Yes. Yeah. So what i am kind of curious about this so between new york comic-con and this mm-hmm. i mean they're both relative like they're both east not coast but you know east-ish east east coast yeah. yeah how different did those two feel they felt pretty different to me the the big thing that i got when i was at new york comic-con mm-hmm. was there were a lot more panels that i was really interested in going and seeing okay Particularly at the last uh, New York Comic Con that I went to, we went and did at least three or four panels. We did at least yeah. one panel each day. Yes, that's and true. And we did, I want to say, like maybe five or six total. Okay. Uh, one I think day, that's like, accurate. we just devoted to panel hop. Yeah, one day was panel hop day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we went Friday, the, we went to a panel Friday morning. That was the first thing we did. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Then we went and walked the floor Friday. Saturday, we spent panel hopping. Mm-hmm. Sunday, we did another panel or two. Yeah. I can't even remember. It was like. We did Comedy Bang Bang. We on did Comedy Sunday. Bang Bang. Was Cora that year or was that the previous Cora year? Cora was that year. That was that year. Mm-hmm. Cora was the first thing that um, we went to. Yeah. And then there was another. So th- there, were, there was a lot that I wanted to go pan- to. There were a lot more vendors selling stuff mm-hmm. that at I could Comic-Con. find okay. at Comic Con. This felt more like a dev mixer than anything else. Okay, so it d- didn't feel as dedicated to the fans, more just uh, kind of finding out new products or like. Yeah, to an extent, it, it was a way for developers to kind of be in a shared space. Mm-hmm. And there was some focus on you know, sharing the game with people. Okay. Um, it was very evident that if you were somebody who was a live streamer, mm-hmm. you would get different treatment than somebody who was just really? walking the floor. Mm-hmm. Is that just because people knew who you were there? Like, No, because, well, it, it happened to me one one time. Okay. Because at the Twitch booth, what you could do is there were little name tags that said, hello, my name on Twitch is whatever. And you could Got write you. it in. So I... I had one. I had my username on there. And I was waiting in line to play uh, Orcs Must Die Unchained. Okay. Yep. Um, which is a pretty well-known franchise. Um, Orcs Must Die, I've never played one before. But yeah. it's a team game. There were five of us that wanted to try it out. So we are waiting in line for it. And there was a guy who was an employee of the company who was just talking to the line. He saw... My name is like, oh, are you a streamer? I said, I mean, I stream, but I'm super, super tiny. Like, I'm yeah. really small. He's like, oh, that's okay. I actually do PR for the company. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're at all interested in streaming the game, uh, if you're all interested in doing it, it's an open beta right now. You know, uh, here's my contact information. Reach out. I'll give you some codes for packs to get, like, skins and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's pretty cool yeah i'm really tiny and this guy is wanting to show interest in it because they want people to see their game well yeah i mean it's free streamers are essentially a preview system like you yeah. get to have people get exposure to it they tune in they are dedicated you mm-hmm. know what i mean so it makes perfect sense for a company to cater towards streamers yeah and that's that's on the low end of it i had other friends who are bigger streamers mm-hmm. who uh went up to him and they're like oh you're a streamer Oh, you're a big streamer. 
we're just going to let you cut in line. Did they ask for numbers? We're like, hey, what's I, your subscriber base? I don't know. I know some probably did. Like the guy you talked to, uh, Works Must Die, he, he didn't like ask you for like your numbers. No, he didn't ask me for any. I, and I legitimately told him, like, I, I'm really, really small, dude. Like, there is nothing of value that I have. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I, I think I disagree that, with that regardless of anything, word of mouth and. Oh, yeah, for sure. And the fact like, that I'm talking about it right and, now. And you have yeah. a network, like that you talk to and so and yeah. you're talking to people and you'll say oh yeah these guys are pretty cool well and, and that is legitimately what happened it was so, like oh the yeah. orcs must die guys were really nice to me yeah so whether or not you yourself are you know doing a lot of giveaways on your channel or not i think that you're still of a, a, a useful yeah um they can use it as a vector almost. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You can get the flu first, and then you can give I, it to I, some I bigger it's, it's very useful to have a shotgun of PR. Exactly. Like, that, which is when smart. It's, when it's literally free for them. Yeah, they, they, there is no cost for them to mail yeah. out a code. And yeah. it's hard not to be cynical about this and be like, you know, oh, they're just using you for their advertisement. But at the same time, it's like, that's not necessarily a bad thing. I was going to say, it's not the worst thing in the world to be to everyone. Right, yeah. exactly. You know, it gives you content. It gives you giveaways and that kind of stuff. And business is business. Exactly. So, I mean, it's kind of a mutual at, thing, at which I think day. is cool. Yeah. Now, so there was not really, were there actually, uh, what do you call it? Um, boost, not boost to go to, but like actual like talks or anything like that to go to? Oh, yeah. I mean, there were panels that were there. Yeah. They were just not panels necessarily that I really had interest in. Were they more geared towards the developers? Like, it's like, how to no, make a game? How to... There were a, a lot of them like, you know, how to do stuff in... How to how to build a community in Minecraft, or how to... Oh, okay. Like, uh, there were definitely ones, like, they were geared towards different types of nerds, for sure. Okay, different But flavors. it just, it wasn't anything that I was really excited in seeing, personally. There were some that a lot that were really exciting for some people. Like my friend Peter, who I went with, mm-hmm. um, he jumped, I think, like three or four different panels over a couple of days because it was what he really wanted to do. But I don't think it was really advertised particularly well mm-hmm. so that the average con goer, mm-hmm. unless you're like really paying attention to the app that they had, um, you, you just wouldn't know. Yeah, so it, it wasn't... Like, the, the convention wasn't geared towards panels, one would say. Like, it wasn't, like, that wasn't their driving force. Correct. The panels are kind of a secondary thing, mm-hmm. while the floor is really where the attraction is. And that's more of a mixer for Correct. developers. Now, I'm always curious because I, I'm not as big of a gamer as I used to be, but I do think it's interesting that I've heard PAX is a good place for RPGs, like pen and paper RPGs and board mm-hmm. games and that kind of stuff. Was that scene there, like, present? Yeah, definitely. So there is the way that the hall was broken up is you can kind of do it in three separate chunks. The very front section is where you have the major companies, AAA titles, big giant fucking booths. Yes. Yeah. The it's- middle of it is what they called the indie mega booth. Okay. <laughs> where it's That's cool. Yeah, it's just a bunch of indie developers. Each has their own cubicle, basically, mm-hmm. where they can show off their games. Okay, I think I had a friend actually there in that section. He has yeah. a game coming out. So. There's a, a game that I'm really interested in called Thimbleweed Park, mm-hmm. which is going to be a point-and-click adventure-style game. We talked about that, didn't we? I think we did. Wasn't it? Uh, what's it? A uh, spiritual, spiritual, like Sam and Max or yeah, whatever. Okay. 
it, it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. They had a playable demo. Cool. I didn't sit down and play myself, but I saw people playing through it, and it did look very interesting. Um, and then the back of it mm-hmm. is uh, a indie tabletop booth, mm-hmm. and then tabletop free play tournament stuff like that. So, like, Magic had their booth there. Of course. Yeah. Um, there was a tournament going on while it was there. It was actually being run by my buddy Casey. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Wow. yeah, that makes sense. Um, though he, and I forgot this, he doesn't live in Boston anymore. He now lives down in Nashville. Right. But so, anyway. So he flew to Boston. Yes. Just for this. Yeah. Uh, cool. Wizards employs him as a judge. Oh, that's awesome. So he is one of the top level judges now and got flown out to do it. So it was pretty cool for him. Um and my friend Peter, again, plays a lot of Magic, mm-hmm. so he went and he looked at some of the cards that were for sale. There were some other, like, giveaway stuff, so it was cool. Um, and there was a place where you could basically check out a board game. So they oh, just yes, I've heard this, yeah. had a bunch. So they have a bunch of board games you can just play. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And you would just go to the tabletop area, you would play. There were cones that you could get that said LFG. So if you had a game and you wanted people to come join you, you put out the cone looking for group. People would come over and join you to play a game. That's awesome. That's really cool. I mean, that's that's kind of one of the sweet things about this type of convention is you have a whole bunch of like-minded people. So where it's usually hard to find people to play board games, you know, getting a group together and that kind of stuff. Here it's like abundance. Yeah. It was really, really cool. Did uh, Wizards of the Coast have anything there for uh, D&D? There was actually, yeah. Um, They did an entire talk. Uh, One of the talks that I went to, actually, was a panel about um, writing for video games and how you got into it and that kind of stuff. And one of the guys that was on the panel Mm -hmm. was a, or is, a flavor text writer for Magic. Oh, cool. Okay. So he talked about that process. um, And one of the other guys that was on the panel had written some of the modules for, for D&D. D&D. Awesome. Um, so it was interesting to hear them talk about that entire process. They did have a expansion out uh, Strahd, I want to say. I can't remember the exact name of it, mm-hmm. but it's one of their prefab modules. Um, I actually looked at the module when I was trying to pick the next section that I wanted for my campaign group. to yeah. go through. Because I'm unoriginal and... Hey, but they're, they're good. Like, I haven't actually they're run great. one. I, I really want to run one now just to see what it's like. They're fun. Um, they're final question fun. I have about the, the, the differences between the two. Mm. Bang for your buck. Which one do you think you... you for mm. how expensive the tickets are, which mm. one do you think you actually would say is more worth it? Because the tickets are at different prices, right? Like Yeah, tickets New are York Comic Con is a lot more expensive, if I remember correct. Uh, They're probably... Pretty comparable. Okay. Um, it depends on if you get a three-day pass or if you have to buy individual passes. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally, uh, I think just because I like the venue more, mm-hmm. um, I would be leaning towards New York Comic Con. Wow, okay. But I liked the people that I was with at PAX. Okay, yeah. And the, that made a lot of the experience for me. Mm-hmm. Just being to go around with some of my really good friends be really nerdy with them um i was able to celebrate my birthday while i was out there so that was awesome oh, we didn't even say that on the podcast you, you you since the last podcast you've had a birthday i have gotten older wow i'm not 102 but i am 29 <laughs> we finally put it in there you know it took a while it did that was a slow burn there 
I, I've mm. forgotten that we hadn't done it. So I, I remembered, uh, but I couldn't think of a good I was wondering it. when you were going to try to do it. So she's like, And yeah. I couldn't remember what episode we were on either. I think we're on 102. Sure. I don't know because we skipped a couple weeks. That's, that's, so I'm like, that's I, don't even, I don't even know. Yeah, I, I was going to try to put it in there, but like, I don't even know what we are. So. Yeah, we're on 102. Hey! Sure. I was right. Ta-da. I have Ta-da. moments where I'm right. Because <laughs> it was about next Saturday. That was the, the title. Because we were talking about next and next and. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. I guess. That no. yeah. uh-huh. That's why I titled it. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. So, <laughs> speaking of next Saturday. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Except I'm going to talk about next year. Next year, not next Saturday. Okay. Next year, 2017. Sure. Nintendo has announced that that will be when the NX, quote unquote, is going to be released. Their next console. Their next console. Uh, and they pretty much. They haven't explicitly confirmed it, but I believe we can can we can kind of infer that mm-hmm. it is their, uh, for lack of a better phrase, TV console as opposed to their portable, um, their next game machine. Um, and the way that we know that is because they have said that the uh, Zelda Wii U, mm-hmm. which is also in production, is going to be released simultaneously for NX and for Wii U. Maybe Various, their next their next handheld is just so powerful. It's entirely possible that actually the Wii U is not that powerful. So I guess <laughs> well, that's but very much if powerful. You, if you or compare possible. it to their handheld, yeah, yes. Um, so they, they it was kind of something that I was expecting to happen mm-hmm. because it gives them a strong launch title for the NX, mm. and it still gives people who don't want to upgrade to the NX access to. One of the biggest games that is going to come out for the Wii U. Have they That's announced fair. anything else about the console at all? It was just no. That it's coming they out. haven't of course not. announced <laughs> anything other than that. Um, they did say that it is going to be not shown at E3. Interesting. So that's a pretty weird move since E3 is happening. I mean, I don't know. E3's in June. In June. And it's supposed to come out next year, the console? Yeah. That's usually when you start showing it off. Yeah. They are going to show off more about Zelda game, the Zelda game, yeah, at E3, and in fact, that's pretty much going to be their presentation, from my understanding of it. Um, I'm sure they'll have some other stuff in there, like they usually flavor it with other stuff. Yeah, but, yeah, I don't know. This, it's how long of a lifespan then did the Wii U have? Mm, that is a great question that I don't know because the Wii U came out only a couple years ago. Let's find out. Four, five, so, four. Uh, that's a pretty short life cycle for next gen, like for this generation of consoles. Like the PlayStation, but it was half a generation. It's still half a generation behind. Yeah, I, I guess my point is that yeah, okay, go ahead. 2012. 2012. Okay, yeah, so end of 2012. Okay, so we'll say 2013 then, if it's end of 2012. Yeah, it was yeah. November 2012. Okay, so 2013 to 2017 is yeah. Is it and did they give a uh, a month range for, uh, as far as I saw, for a quarter or anything. Yeah, like a quarter, first quarter, second quarter. Um, they did Fifth not quarter. that I saw. You're doing it wrong. They <laughs> did start to lowball their estimates in uh-huh. terms of what they're going to be selling for consoles in the next year or so. Yeah, yeah. Um, they were originally saying that they were going to sell, uh, over three million consoles. That's what they said this past year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but it's 
forecasting about 800,000 units for this fiscal year. That's a lot less. That is That's... significantly less. And it's going to get worse, though. I mean, if, as soon as you announce the next console, people are going to be less likely to buy this console. I yeah. mean, if they know that it's, you know, end of life, you're not going to buy the Wii U. Like, there's no reason to unless you just want the back catalog, which, mm-hmm. honestly, the back catalog for the Wii U isn't that spectacular. Yeah, the only real big things that people are excited about is stuff like Mario Maker. Yeah, and I, I that is a game I would love to play, but I'm not willing to buy a Wii U just for Mario Maker. I don't blame you. No. I, I have no desire to do it myself. Do you think, what do you think they have to do to make the next, or sorry, the NX uh, marketable? Like what? I don't know. I don't they, know. Dare I say it? New IPs? New IPs. Like yeah. IPs that are going to appeal to a wider base of people. I got, know. I got a crazy idea. You make the controller normal? A normal freaking controller. <laughs> I mean, you're no, not the man. first to say it. You're I, not going to be the last I'm to say it. I'm just saying that's a novel that, idea. That, that's too radical. I know, right? It's kind what of they, What if they made it look like the, the original NES? Not the controller, the box. That would be fun. How and appeal to like thirty people at this at this point? Uh, no, no, I disagree. I think the, it would have a wide appeal. I feel like a lot of people would be like, "Oh, that's cool." That's or like a GameCube edition of it, or like <laughs> I don't, I don't think that making it look like a an NES would bring in younger people. So yes, no, but it would bring in older people. Well, that's what. I, but you need to have that. You can't. You can't. You bank. have editions of it. You can't you have the GameCube the edition. The GameCube edition. Right. The Fair, okay, fine. <laughs> but I mean, I'm, I'm just saying you can't bank on just appealing to the older generation. Well, listen, they're gonna have a gimmick. I'd rather be that than a stupid screen on the controller. Uh, say, <laughs> no, I mean I agree with you, but still, I don't know. I'm sad. It's just I just yeah. want Nintendo to be great again. So while I was gone, you uh, you didn't have a car at your disposal. No. You had to walk everywhere. I, I bus. used the bus. Just public transit. As always. To, you had to walk everywhere. I had to walk uphill both ways through the snow. Yes, William had Five to walk miles. everywhere. There you go. Yeah. How, how, how was the pedestrian traffic? I got hit four times. Oh, wow. You suck at walking. On Sunday. Those bastards. <laughs> would would stoplights have helped you? Man, you're really not leading in him into this. <laughs> really leading him into not, this. Not in Pittsburgh. That was the idea, Josh. <laughs> well, sooner or later, he's going to catch on. Well, I think he caught on pretty much right away, but he <laughs> just decided to be difficult. Yeah, pretty much. It's William. It's yeah. William. So At least I, I didn't get hit by a Segway. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> I'm like here where uh, I was hit by a Segway. Get it? Because you're trying to do a Segway oh. right now. It's, it's, it's what you're doing, and he's not, so he didn't get hit by. That's the joke. <laughs> <laughs> you hate us, don't you? A little Just bit. Just a little bit. Welcome back, Rob. Every time. <laughs> okay, so Germany. 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 Always ahead on that technology curve. They are. They Frequently, anyway. They partnered together with England to get the 5G. It's true, they oh, did, yeah, actually. Yeah, that, yeah. Is, so that, that is something that... Uh, I'm not saying... At any rate. I'm just saying not always. In an effort, Sometimes. supposedly, to make... Uh, to, na- to make pedestrian traffic safer, Germany mm-hmm. is is moving forward with installing traffic lights <laughs> in the sidewalk. So, like, in the ground? Yeah. Yeah, so that people okay. who are texting or whatever... <laughs> 
don't <laughs> have to look up. I'm gonna be thank com- God. I'm gonna be completely honest. This is not the direction I thought this was going. <laughs> no, I thought that they were just like trying to alleviate congestion. No, well, I mean, I'm sure. No. I'm sure it has multiple reasons, but. Honestly, having stoplights on the ground, I'm, I'm, su- I'm surprised that you didn't. That, I'm surprised that, sense. like, when I said you know, street you know, traffic lights, uh, like in the street, that you didn't go, oh yeah, so that people can look down and see it. Yeah, but, just a natural place to put it, you would think, because well, I guess yeah. there's usually poles at the, intersections, the thing is, so that would work. So I don't know how pedestrian traffic and normal traffic works in Germany. I know uh-huh. that, like. At least I, I was in Paris at one point, and <laughs> when a light turned yellow, everything stopped. You know, there was no pushing the yellow. There, it, yeah. Everybody drives like maniacs, but uh-huh. when it turns yellow, everything stops, yeah. and that's fine. In the U.S., especially like in Pittsburgh or big cities, light turns yellow, you hit the gas. No, yeah. Um, light turns yellow, that means you, you're on a, a time. Green <laughs> means go, red means stop, yellow, yellow means, means beat the light. Yeah, and exactly. Faster. And and in fact, in some places, red still means just beat the other traffic. Um, <laughs> Pittsburgh left. Yeah. So I don't think that this model would work in the U.S. I think that because here's the uh, idea. Somebody yeah, would, would be looking down at their phone. They'd see a green. They'd step off the curve and get whacked. Okay. Instantly, I, I especially if they've got headphones in. Okay, but at the same time, I feel like this is more telling you, "Hey, it's time to look up and see if you can go." I like that thought. The problem is people are lazy. Yes, people are lazy enough to cross the street while looking at their phones already. Yeah. So I, I don't know. And I, again, this could work if traffic is proper. I guess. If people aren't crazy well, it and both trying sides to hit proper, people. though, like we're talking, like one, you have to expect people to actually look up once yes. they see that green and make sure it's good to go. Right. So I, I guess what I'm saying here is: is this a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Is it kind of a neutral thing? I have really mixed feelings about it. I am neutral potato on this. Okay. So equal amount of ironically up likes and aren't, up, up likes, upvotes and downvotes. Yes. I don't I don't think it's ironic, but uh, coincidentally my wife and I actually were just having this conversation. That that is very coincidental yes. and not at all ironic. Not at all ironic. Um my question was are pedestrian lights like laws? Like like if it is red, are you not allowed to go? Per the law, or I is mean, it a suggestion that is, is it the same how as traffic laws work. No, no, yes. no, for for pedestrians, well, yes. I mean, in the U.S., we have the thing on the other side of the road that has you know green hand, red. Thing, yeah, but unlike or red hand, green green walking. You see people all the time, like white. yeah, that's Look jaywalking. Both ways. It's it's white, William. But is it jaywalking if it you're still within white. the lines? Like you're you're not. Yeah, yeah, it is jaywalking. You are crossing. <laughs> jaywalking is defined as walking against the light. Okay. So that is against the law. So if it yeah. is now, red, if you are walking walk. in the now, middle of the road, this all being said, your wife is the one with the law degree, yeah, so she could correct me. She knows, but laws. but Come I on. I expect it's like <laughs> it's breaking another law to cross outside of a crosswalk. Yes, I well, it's think. also called jaywalking. Okay, it's another form of jaywalking. Yeah. Yes. So my point was that like someone who turns right on a red that uh, the sign actually says "Do not turn," you know, "No turn on red." They're breaking the law. Yes. The person who walks when the light is red is also breaking the law. Yes. Yes. I imagine. Here's how I would interpret it. Or at least I would say that the the pedestrian mm-hmm. is less at fault because they have less potential to harm. If they run into a car, it's not going to hurt the car as much as the person. 
Some, yeah, somebody driving a 2,000-pound piece of metal going uh-huh. at 30 miles an hour is more dangerous than a, you know, 140-pound person going at three and a half miles an hour. I don't know. I think you can do some damage. Let's test this. <laughs> sure. We'll get busted okay. with the test dummy. I, I was just curious. I wasn't William sure walk about the, into the laws wall repeatedly. about it. Because God. if it is against the law, then, I mean, honestly, this, like, I know it's a different country, but sure. it's just another form of that. All it is is you're putting it on the ground. Oh, no, no, that, it, that, Oops, it is sorry. another form of that. Like, they have, they have the normal version of, yeah. you know, the crosswalks, but this is a, like, a, an extra measure. Mm-hmm. It, this is the lazy factor. But to me, eh, to me, help. I feel like it's not going to yeah. fix stupid. No, but nothing will fix stupid. That is the case no matter what. Right. You know what I mean, well, but if you can't fix stupid, mm-hmm. is this going to? Is this worth it? Given that you that is it worth Hashtag spending worth. the money? Yeah, I think it is it going to be. improve things if enough it that it is worth helps it? Helps congestion as far as pedestrian congestion like if they have a big issue with that then this is might be a necessary thing to do to try to alleviate that congestion but if it's not then who cares i, I don't know the worst thing that happens is some stupid people get hit because they don't look up when they cross but and the german engineering of the cars we cannot damage the bmw <laughs> no matter how hard you try or the volkswagen volkswagen wow the people's car the people's car what I mean. well, that is that's, it is the yeah, wagon of the, the literal folk. name of it I know. people's car it's true anyway anyway so, so on to other things I don't things. know why he was so amused by that I don't know yeah. I think it's because when I think you know the people's car and it's in Germany it made me think of Russia you know because like the people's see I think car. of the people's elbow well okay yeah the people's elbow as well <laughs> but um yeah I didn't know it just had me thinking of Russia so I was like well German engineering Russia I guess sure why not the Kalashnikov um, yeah. Hey. <laughs> Still Reliability. Works. It's what works. Oh, reliable. Anyway. Anyway, so batteries. 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 Complete change of topic. Science. So so you have a portable thing. You have a portable thing. I have multiple portable things. Yes. They yes. all have batteries in them. At they UC Irvine. Or Irvin, or Irvine. 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 Hashtag fuck MIT. Or suck at MIT? Suck at MIT. There you go. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember. It's a little it's bit less thing. vulgar. Yeah. I, it's your thing. I was waiting. I was going to do it. Anyway. We were getting there. Yeah. Moseying on. Way to jump the gun. Yeah. Speaking of batteries, my mobile device actually has 5% battery. Oh, dang. Yeah. See, you wouldn't have that problem uh-huh. if they had <laughs> accidentally made your mobile device with this accidental battery. Super battery. So, oh. so scientists at, at UC Irvine... Mm-hmm. We're attempting to. Okay, they were basically toying around with making a um, a solid state battery. I, I think that's what it is. Um, really, as opposed to a chemical battery like we have now. Yes, right. Where and you? the normal version of that, it it's sort of strange contradiction. It uses it normally uses a liquid, mm-hmm. right? Um, but they're uh, like lithium ion. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are rather volatile, as I can attest. As Rob can attest. They, battery they, acid. Don't 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 rupture a lithium ion battery. No, it's bad. Don't do they that. They blow up. Yeah. They they, they go they, they go all jump really fast and then they explode. Uh-huh. Don't do that. Yeah, it's a lot of fire. The, yeah, it yeah. is. The one that the the system that they were working on uses a gel. And basically this gel sort of encases gold nanowire. Okay. All right. And I love 
gold. Gold. And Actually, gold's really good at conducting electricity. It's, it's a, I mean, they use... Uh, As monster cables. <laughs> don't ever buy a monster don't cable. Don't buy a monster Don't do it. It's not worth it. Don't do it. it. Anyway. Yeah, I was going to say, undersea cables are usually made... I mean, well, it's very ductile, so you, you, it stretches forever and ever and ever, and it's very conductive, so it works. And it does heat, or it's not... It doesn't deform. It doesn't yeah. corrode, unlike exactly. silver. Silver right. will corrode over time, Stupid mm-hmm. silver. while well, gold is actually very resilient And to the that. gel also prevents further corrosion, so it makes it more durable. Okay. But um, so basically, they made this system, and it's... 400 times it, it basically preserves charge 400 times better than you know the, the other batteries yeah. so they were not looking to increase battery life they were just looking well, to make they, a solid state they, battery. they were probably w- trying to increase battery life that's, that's always a nice the goal. side effect yeah it's well, a nice yeah, side effect but, but they, they, they were not this. going for this kind of effect they were going hey let's try this see how it goes mm-hmm. we're working on making more stable a more stable battery. Yeah, a safer battery. And then they went, oh. Better battery for better like, people. Like they, they were trying to, they were testing the, the discharge on it. They went, it's not discharging. <laughs> Something's wrong uh, with our, our measurement. Like, you, you can basically, it, Hello, passing, <laughs> when, when you pass energy back and forth, yeah. you can sort of measure how efficient the system is based on how much it loses over time. Mm-hmm. And... They were passing it back and forth and back and forth just like thousands of times. And it was, I think they, like two, it was either, it was 2,000 or some order of magnitude thereof um, with only a 5% loss. So wait, uh, when we're talking about this then, are you saying that the battery itself holds more charge? Um, Or just that in the long run it doesn't corrode as much? The charge persists, it is able to hold a charge longer. Okay. Um, at, like more charge, basically. Okay, so it is um, both. It will both. It is yeah, a larger that, capacity, and of, um, it has a larger ability to not life degrade could, over time. Yeah, longer Because that's kind of how, like, okay. that's how batteries sort of work. Is that like you could have two batteries that have the same amount of energy in them? Yeah. I guess, or, or it's sort of weird. But yeah, they, yeah, I understand. That. But discharging it, they can sort of do that more efficiently. Yeah, I gotcha. guess there is less. Um, excess loss of energy during the discharge. I, bu- I believe that's what we're looking at so, or something and, and they're safe to that effect. Because they yeah. don't explode. Right. It'd be more stable with this gel. So um, this would be perfect for electric cars because that's the biggest question about perhaps, electric cars is um, the batteries perhaps. exploding. And and the, uh, the amount of power stored mm-hmm. is, I don't know if it's a direct correlation or which one, um, but it is directly, it is related to the length of the gold wire. Mm-hmm. So, and so you just, more wire. Yeah, and you know that that's fine. Go but for it because it's surface area. The major downside, of course, is gold is expensive. It's not that expensive. Not as though. expensive as other things. Not as relatively as speaking, others. on the precious metal scale of things, it's it's not bad. Right, but in terms of how much of it is left, how much we have coming in as a supply, it's going to create higher demand, which means rings are going to go up in price. So <laughs> just be like Josh and don't buy a gold ring. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's what titanium? Uh, something like that. Yeah, I don't remember. It's a metal thingy. It's carbon, actually. Carbon, actually, not metal. I know you are. What am I? I actually don't know what it is. I just made that up. Yeah. yeah. We, Everything we talk about is carbon on here. So yeah, please. it's probably carbon. <laughs> please. Your husband doesn't know. What do I know? What my ring's made out of? Yeah. Why do I need to know what my ring's made out of? It's a thing people know. Mm. Eh, some people. 
I think I think they fa- scientists recently also <laughs> Liz will tweet spe- at us spe- and let us know <laughs> what, what the my metal is that you're bringing. Speaking of, of what is it? They coated graphene with hydrogen ions or something and made it graphene, which is it's still like a new material that now apparently has really no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not even getting. I read it and I went really graphene. Graphene. Okay. Cool. And it has new properties and it's useful and whatever. I didn't read it because whatever. Yes, yeah, like it has a I was name. like, it's okay, graphene. of course it's graphene. It's a wonder material. Don't go for it. Super but, drug. Yeah, it's probably a drug. <laughs> Probably. Right. It has on. some kind of medical property. Speaking of super, I got some superhero news. Okay. A lot of stuff has been happening. Boo. Why is it a boo? You do a segue and it's great. Mm. I do a segue. I never said it was Actually, great. Actually, his segue was terrible. I, I <laughs> never claimed that it was good. You I'm just saying, I did not I boo your segue, sir. I mean, I did kind of make fun of it. You after. do. He, after Will, you made fun Repeatedly of it, Repeatedly make fun of my segues. Okay. It's Wilbert's fault, not mine. He Continue. Didn't, he didn't even hear it. All right. So, quote, <laughs> it's Wilbur's fault. <laughs> he didn't even hear it. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so now we've kind of degraded to third grade. Yes, exactly. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> yep. Anyway, That's superheroes. Mm-hmm. Superheroes. Uh, Go away, Charlie Brown. Spider-Man <laughs> movie has a name. It's called Homecoming. Charlie Brown's also bald. Makes sense. And Chuck. Charles. Charles. Yeah. That's what I was Lessons going with that. Bar or Brown. Mine broke off a B. Yeah. You, yeah. you I know. are. I'm aware. Yeah. I know. I, already, I have made this connection in my past. <laughs> Can you cook, kick a football? I am bad at sports. <laughs> Perfect. That's yeah, I was going to say. That, so that works. That works. Will Liz taunt you by pulling the football away? <laughs> she... Definitely would, yes. <laughs> yeah, that is <laughs> That's a thing that would happen. All right. Spider-Man Homecoming. That's the name of the next Spider-Man movie. If they play a trailer uh, with Coming Home, I might kill someone. The, well, okay. So Spider-Man from what we've seen of the trailers for Civil War is a lot younger than this. We're talking, yes. they're like doing straight on like sophomore year of high school. Yep. Which is great because yeah. Spider-Man should be young. He, that's like well, he started. In he high starts school. young. Well, yes, I'm saying he has a long history, and they've actually, you know, that's one of the only characters in Who's the aged. Marvel universe that's actually gone through stuff like aging. Like usually, they keep everyone the same age forever. But since he starts Johnny so Storm young, has not become older. No, and but since they kept, which is weird, Spider-Man so and Johnny Storm are like contemporaries, yeah. basically. Mm-hmm. You would think, uh, or like whatever. schoolmates, even in some. <laughs> <laughs> versions um so it's called homecoming it's gonna be a play on words because it's one it's probably gonna have his actual high school homecoming in there somewhere i didn't even think about that yeah that's, and now i'm a little sad that's probably gonna happen uh two it's Roll coming credits. back to marvel so yep. it's a homecoming in a sorts i like that no I, I like that i'm okay with that yeah that more. level yeah, is th- a this better. is sony saying oh yes you want to make us money okay that's yes. interesting it's kind of like yes, there will probably be a part in the movie that has There's that as an aspect, aspect of the but homecoming. the fact that it's the it's the it's making a title that's so tied with the meta context exactly it's is interesting. interesting. Yeah, you don't usually see that happening. Yeah, and with it, popular movies, we'll see. I mean, we we have gotten some stuff out of this already. We've gotten the logo, yes. which is very reminiscent of the current cartoon series. Yeah, and it it's looked very kiddish. Like, yes. I was surprised by the... It didn't look like it was trying to be overly serious. It didn't look like it was trying to, like, 
kind of like it wasn't trying to be DC. <laughs> yes, it was not trying to be DC. The other part is we have gotten some footage that was released of we've uh, heard about it. Well, yes, because there was a convention no official release. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a convention for movie theater owners, and they have their own little convention that you have to be a theater owner to go to. And there, they kind of that's such a weird yeah like, right. It's kind of like a way group. to like for the studios to pimp their movies to yeah. these you know important people to them because they're the ones that show their movies. Right. So in that convention, they showed a piece of footage that was kind of just conceptual, where you you saw uh, Spider Man, you saw Tony Stark, Robert Downey Jr. as yep. Tony Stark, yep. and I believe Captain America was in it as well. Um, and then y'all said Aunt May, the actress who's playing Aunt May, which if you see, who is a lot younger. Oh my God, young! Like Aunt May now is essentially like forty, maybe. I mean, it was 35? never. I, I loved the infographic that we saw. It was never really established how old they were. Well, yeah, but you think Aunt May, you think old woman. That that, yeah. that is fair. Like every iteration the, of the, her is at least fifty. <laughs> well, right, and the infographic that was released was. Uh, photographs of the actresses who had been playing Aunt May. Yeah. It just gets progressively younger and yeah. younger and younger. <laughs> um, but, if, I mean, if, honestly, though, if you think about Aunt May, is she supposed to be the sister of one of Peter's parents? She is the sister? No. Yes. That's what she, she's supposed to be. I mean, she's, if she's an yeah. aunt. If that's, no, I thought, that, I thought that... Wait, are they related at all? Yes, they are. They call her Aunt May and Uncle Ben. Well, no, so, that, well, yes. I thought that Ben was the brother of uh, Richard. Peter's, of Richard, Richard. he's Richard's brother, or is he? Just, I, because the age, it always felt like he was like Richard's it dad's brother or something. Well, that's the thing. Like, why would they be so old compared to right, Peter's exactly. parents? That's why I always felt it was really kind of odd. Sense, which I mean, yeah, whatever. I think the original. Like, no, it has to be. Because it's Ben Parker. This ben. is right. Ben Parker, uh, Richard Parker. Yeah. So, so it is his dad's brother. Brother. So why would his dad's brother be married to a woman that is so much? Sorry, I was thinking yeah, logically exactly. through relationships yeah. at this point. So yeah, it didn't make any sense why they were so much older than what his parents would be. Yes. I mean, especially oh. in modern times, people don't usually have kids like you know. 20 years apart. <laughs> right. Unless it's from a different marriage, maybe. It, it Even was, then it's weird. The yeah. age gap doesn't make sense. So I yeah. think it's actually good that she's younger. It makes more sense. Agreed. She should be around the same age of what his parents would be. I they, feel like this is a quibble, though. It is a quibble. But it's kind of like quibble one of those things where when you realize it, trouble with it's like quibbles. one of those shower thoughts yeah. you have, and you're like, wait, why is Aunt May so old? Yeah, you, <laughs> have, you, you have a... You go, wait, why? Wait a second. She's Aunt May. But I mean, okay. I think ostensibly... It's kind of to establish. It's it's less for her and more to establish Uncle Ben as like yeah. This he, wise he and old has to have wisdom and yeah. what do you associate yeah, wisdom with? Weird. Gray hair and age. So sometimes what I actually wanted to talk about okay. was Michael Keaton saga. Yes. yes. Since the last time we recorded, a lot of stuff happened with this movie. Um, Michael Keaton got tied to it, and he they were mm-hmm. saying he was going to play a villain. Most likely, the he was going to play the vulture. Which would be dope. Which is an old man, and that's like kind of makes sense. And he would be coming back in the yeah. comic book movies, which was interesting because he actually has this hatred for comic book movies. Uh, he yes. didn't like what his life became after he played Batman. So he like kind of fled away from that as far as possible. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of reconciled with Birdman, 
the movie that mm-hmm. came out. Which was basically a movie about him. Yeah, about a, a aged actor who the only biggest role he's ever had was playing a superhero and he could never escape I, it. I, I think he was... I think ultimately that's what it was he was annoyed about it was less that it was like a cathartic movie yeah, for him i think it, it was like okay oh yeah, i can sure. now accept this and, and it was less that he was angry at comic book movies in particular yeah, like yeah. if if he had been typecasted or n- unable to escape from whatever like he had another role yeah. instead of batman and he couldn't escape from that i think he probably would have had similar feelings and he actually had a pretty successful career after yeah. Batman. So it's not like that was like his downfall. No, right. he wasn't typecasted. Um, but anyway, so it was really exciting to think that he could be coming back to comic book movies and that he would be playing the Vulture. It was kind of interesting. Yeah. And it's a different atmosphere. It's a completely different time. So well, yeah, yeah. It was just kind of like a celebration. Like Michael Keaton's a great actor. This could be awesome. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, he just said no. Like it was like, nope, not going to happen. I'm not going to be in Spider Man. So it's kind of like this whole roller coaster of emotions. Like this could be awesome. Michael Keaton's great. Batman's going to be in a super or a Spider-Man movie. Weird. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, I'm okay with this. I mean, Green Lantern's Deadpool. That is also very weird. There's also been an announcement about the Dead or about the Green Lantern core movie. This is true. Also, Deadpool two. Also, Deadpool two. But anyway, there's a lot. A lot of things Electric are happening. Boogaloo. Yeah, yeah. And Defenders. I, I'd be the, okay the if they called it that. <laughs> Do you guys hear about the uh, Inhumans, the movie that's supposed to be Phase 2? Uh, no. Yep. Uh, Marvel, they uh, nixed it. Well, there you go. They're like, uh, we have Spider-Man now, so we kind of had to shuffle things, things around, so uh, push that off. Bye. Yeah. But bye now. Uh, indefinitely yeah. postponed. Another uh, thing I want to talk about is uh, Batfleck. So Batfleck. going over to DC now. Uh it was announced that Batman, I just, Bat, I, I, just I just had this thought mm-hmm. just for a second. You could make like a Batman styled Bowflex and you would call it the Batflex. <sighs> anyway, so he's going to be actually directing a Batman movie. Yes, Standalone. That's what's happening. Which is going to be awesome. No, yeah, could it, be awesome. The, one of the best things about Batman v Superman was Superman v Batman? Batman v Superman. Oh, let's get this mixed no, up. it was Superman Batman. Yeah, I think was Superman it really? Because it was technically a, a Superman. Superman movie. Yes. Fair enough. Originally, it was supposed to be Superman. Wasn't the yeah. Superman logo inside the bat though? Uh, Superman logo the other was the biggest around. one, and then the Batman logo. Okay, it was okay. Superman v Batman. Okay, I was trying to figure out who got top billing because in my brain, B S like it. Yeah, I just did that too. Mm-hmm. Sorry, we're learning our, our new mic stance. It's hard. I gesticulate. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we get emotional, Rob. Say, we, we move our I would hands say when we Batman talk. v Superman. See, now I have to keep this. I was going <laughs> to cut it. Yeah. yeah. It's fine. Just like turn it all down and be like. Wang, wang, wang. <laughs> that was awkward. <laughs> um, so he <laughs> is going to be making his own movie and directing his own movie. In apparently writing it as well have a hand in the writing of it because he already gave a script to uh dc <laughs> oh, he's like here's what I, warner brothers here's what i want to do here's the script i want to direct it i want to be batman and the rumor is that was actually the agreement he made before he even signed on for Superman is that he would get batman. this he's that's like, kind of i will do this movie if i get my own movie and i get to use my script well, and i get to act you know be batman it's not snyder no, I'm super excited for it. So this could be it's interesting. Not and it is probably the best part about Superman v. Batman was 
Batman. So, yeah, that's fair. I'm down with that. Um, The other one that we were going to talk about, the one that I was really excited about, um, was going to be the trailer that came out for uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah, Doctor Strange has a trailer, finally, and we get to see Benedict actually as Doctor Strange. I think it works really well. He is a dead ringer. It is, yeah, I think it works really it's well. It's that lanky, nerdy kind of dude. I feel like this is With that the first attitude. time we've had this mm-hmm. since Tony Stark. Yes, yeah. With Robert I would Jr. agree. I'd agree. When Robert Downey Jr., with, with the first trailer for Iron Man came out, you're like, holy crap, he is yeah. Tony Stark. He is legitimately Stark. Tony Stark. It is like so eerie how good that fit is. Doctor Strange, I get the same feeling. As soon as I saw him as Doctor Strange, like, whoa, this like this works. Could yeah, not find a better Doctor Strange. It's mm-hmm. it's insane how how perfect it is. It's similar the two look and they have the same feel. Doctor Strange is kind of like a pompous asshole to begin with, bit, yeah. And that's Benedict to a T. I feel like he like pulls that off with no issue. He can pull it off. I don't think no, he's no, actually. No, 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 that I'm not. Way, I'm not yes. saying that's who he is in real life. But that just saying, speaks to his ability but, as an actor. But but yeah. when you look at him in Sherlock. Oh For yeah, instance. sure. Sherlock, you definitely get, like he plays that really well. The whole like, I don't have time to explain myself to you. Oh, I Sherlock am... Holmes three is is being filmed. Yes, yeah, oh, that's another thing. It's it's also it weird. is the I am about it. so much smarter and so much faster yeah. than you are at thinking. Yeah, and the, he does that really. For well. people who don't I'm know the premise behind Doctor Strange, yeah. and this is going to be an origin story, um, is Doctor Strange was originally a surgeon, a master surgeon. The best in the world, pretty much, at least in America, and then he gets in a car. I mean, that means that means the best in the well, world. Well, yeah, let's we be, all know let's that. Be, come, come on, no. come on. <laughs> that, that, that is not the view that we actually hold. Don't worry. Thank you for that Back disclaimer. Track, track, disclaimer. Um, he gets in a car accident. He loses the ability to, uh, to be a surgeon because his hands just get crushed. So he goes on a kind of a journey to try to figure out how to fix his hands using any means necessary. And he gets desperate, and he ends up going towards the mystical. He goes to Tibet, and he tries to find, like, people who, like, pretty much just anyone who can heal him, any ways necessary. And that's when he meets an ancient one, which is kind of like a god, and they teach him about the, the dark arts. Yeah. And, and basically, the trailer looks like it's a, a mix of Dark Knight meets Inception. Yeah, I can see that. Inception, definitely, because they play with this... This whole reality yeah, bending you thing. Yeah, bend reality. That's kind of like what it is about is the fact that the dark arts are a way to bend reality. It's kind of interesting that it, you know, it is the dark arts, but he's a hero. Yeah, so he becomes. Well, it's, it's the mystic arts. Uh, well, they call it the dark arts. I mean, even do the comics. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Like he is. I don't know the if they're gonna, supreme of the dark arts. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know if they're going to hmm. call it. Are they? Are they billing it as the dark arts in the movie? Probably not. I bet you they shy away because, like, especially be more mysticism, even. Even though it's been a while, the context of like Harry Potter, yeah, you can't say the dark yeah. arts and really not consider. That. I don't think anyone takes that seriously anymore. Like yeah. the whole movement of like, oh, this is witchcraft. Like, no, well, no, no. no. It's I, a ju- I just mean the word cares. dark. Um, yeah, being in I, there. I hear what you're saying. It doesn't play well with audiences. What we really want is to have something a little <laughs> bit more upbeat. Can we call it the the, the bunny arts, the rainbow arts, <laughs> the rainbow arts no, of, say, of happiness and joy. If you say rainbow, that's the same crowd you're going to piss off. So don't say that either. Right. <laughs> Because then you're just far too happy. Mm. <laughs> anyway, I really liked the trailer. I thought it was cool. I'm excited for it. Do you feel like there should be any controversy at all by the fact that the Ancient One is being played by Tilda 
Hinton or Swinton? I can't remember her name now. Uh, so Hilda she, Swinton? Is that her name? Sure. I think I got it right. Anyway, she is a white woman. And in the comics, originally, it was, you know, a the ancient one was a Tibetan man, like monk. I... <clears throat> There's Hollywood whitewashing, be, or there, there's always going to be, be yes or no. They should be happy that they casted a woman in a, uh, a traditionally a man's role. I don't think there's any correct answer to this. I think someone's going to get pissed <laughs> off somewhere. <laughs> no, you're right, and I, I feel like it's a lot less egregious than uh, Ghost in the Shell. Yes, I would agree with that entirely. Now, if people don't know, Ghost in the Shell is be made into a movie. And what's her name? Uh, Black Widow. Um, thanks for putting me on the spot. I'm putting both of you on the spot. William's not paying attention. Mm, no, I'm thinking. Um, uh, Scarlett Johansson. Yes. Thank you, Internet. She is playing the lead character in Ghost of the Sh- Ghost in the Shell, which was not That's obviously originally going to be interesting. Oh, <laughs> I am hoping this movie fails miserably. Why? Because I feel like that is terrible. You can't cast a... Um. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. Explain. You can't cast... A white woman in a movie about the culture in Japan. And, like, the whole thing is well, so deeply the, ingrained that, in Japan's history. But that's just the weird thing, though, is that... Like, watch the anime. Yeah. Or watch Japanese... Like, a lot of Japanese anime uses predominantly like white characters but this wasn't i mean the anime no that's true and this it is a her name is uh kusanagi well i mean all of all, all of the <laughs> all of the names are typically japanese in some capacity yeah but i i just mean like even even it's weird this like, is a it's, debate for a whole other yeah, i was gonna say uh, i, I uh, would say yeah, i would say that it doesn't necessarily go against the japanese tradition of the anime that it's representing Mm-hmm. By casting someone who is white. Also, can I just do one more thing all about right, this? One right. more thing about this. <laughs> it was found out that they did some test screenings, okay, uh, testing of the technology sure. to make her look Japanese, like okay. using I digital be, effects to make her look. Like I she would was be Japanese. more angry at what that. The, what like, were they this, thinking? <laughs> this is worse than making James Bond Japanese in the one in the one movie. At least James like, Bond has a history of being different people. Playing him, well, no, yeah. No, no, no. You know what well, I mean? We're talking no, 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 about like, the fact that Sean Connery. Oh, oh, and, and they you, like you, make you, him you, up to yeah, be yeah, yeah. to be Japanese, oh, and apparently it's supposed to be believable. Like, no. Yeah. Anyway, it totally derailed my own topic here. Talking you about Doctor really Strange. Doctor Strange trailer looks awesome. I am excited for it. I think it's going to be great to see Marvel go into this more cosmic, not cosmic, more uh, magic realm than they have in the past. Because even with uh, Thor, it felt like that was more like future technology that looked like magic to mm, us. True. They were so advanced that their their technology looks like magic. Whereas this is literally supposed to be magic. It's like, no, this is like the dark arts. This is like mysticism. Yeah. He is a sorcerer. <laughs> he has, you know, totems and magic items that do cool things. So it, that's the first time we're kind of seeing that in the Marvel Universe, in the cinematic Marvel Universe, which yeah. is great. And Doctor Strange is just a pure badass. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. He's supposed to be, like, one of the top powers in the Marvel Universe. He is probably the most powerful, one of the, yeah, I would say most most powerful superhero in the whole. Yeah. Yeah, it's like he, him, Franklin Richard, the Hulk. 
Um, Franklin the, Reed's? You mean? Franklin uh, Reed Richards. Sorry. sorry. No, you're right. Richard, yeah. You're right. Sorry, my brain. Um, and the, also uh, yeah. Xavier. They always yes. put him up there as well. As Xavier yeah. was powerful. He, he's the kind of guy who's so powerful that he's not always in this dimension when people need him. Yeah. Well, put it this way. There was a comic book series called The Illuminati, which is supposed to be like the top like people who control the, the world. Yeah. And he's in the Illuminati. Yeah. <laughs> Illuminati confirmed. Hill Hydra. Uh, Hill Hydra? Uh, no, that's what? The, no, that's the what? opposite. That's the opposite. What? <sighs> GG? GG. GG.